Welcome to the Cardo Martin Podcast, the A to Z of building surveying, giving you the lowdown on the world of building surveying. In this episode, we're going to have a chat with Richard Pegman, a director at Cardo Martin. Welcome, Richard. Hi, James. It's good to have you on board. Thank you very much for coming along. Thanks for having me. So first things first, then, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do at Cardo Martin. I'm a director at Cardo Martin. I deal with all different kinds of work. I basically cover professional areas and contract administration. So a very varied workload from party wall, dilapidations, building surveys and contract administration work. Thank you very much for that. Now it's time for our lucky guest to endure the quick fire round. Richard, if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, you may be familiar with this. Otherwise, it'll be a nice surprise. You'll have about a minute or so just to say the first things that pop into your head. And the idea is to uh, make a little fun before we get into the detail. So top three favourite things about building surveying. Top three. Um, ooh, uh, I'd say the variety of work that you can complete. The... Uh, the kind of places you visit, so the, the kind of buildings that you get out there, and, and you have the the opportunity to to look at some interesting uh, buildings. And uh, finally, um, ooh, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. We'll skip over number three. Don't worry. No question two then. Number one thing you know now that would have been useful when you started out. I would say that it's not just um, about the technical knowledge in building surveying. Quite often you're dealing with um, investors, um, with with owners, developers, and uh, dealing with those relationships is almost as important as the, uh, the professional work itself and the technical side of things. Good response. Question three, number one thing you get asked all the time by clients and customers. That's number one thing. Um, I would say probably number one would be um, how soon can you get out there to look at this issue and, and when are we going to get our report? Good. Timeliness is a key. Favourite music track, album, radio channel to listen to whilst working? Whilst working. If you do, of course. Um, I, yeah, I prefer not to listen to music while working. Um, I have to have silence, but um, uh, I... Yeah, Radio 4 is my uh, radio station of choice at the moment. Final question. Rick or Morty? Assuming you even watch it. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> <watch> <laughs> okay, that's all right. Okay. So join us now for a journey through time and materials as we give you the lowdown on BRCAs, or Building Reinstatement Cost Assessments. So, Richard, first question, and it's what is a Building Reinstatement Cost Assessment, or a BRCA? Basically, a, a BRCA, it's a, a calculation of the total sum that's um, to be paid to cover the demolition and rebuilding of a property following a, a total loss as a result of an insured peril. So it sounds quite detailed. Then why is it necessary? It, it's necessary to ensure um, any factors that may affect the declared value are considered and included for. So should insurance occur, under insurance occur, uh, insurers may reduce claims payments made. And even for a partial loss, this is something that's called average. So any shortfall would need to be made up by you as the insured if you've not got an adequate uh, declared value for your policy. It's the sort of thing that I would get if I owned a house, residential house, commercial, it affects everything. Because um, I'm guessing my insurance company would... If the house burnt down, that's pretty much what it is. It's basically saying your house is worth 240k, therefore the 
the, you would come out to an assessment and the value would be da da da. Is that about right? It's not related to the value. So if you're talking about the monetary value what, that your house would be on the market, it's it's not that. It's um it's what the actual recost uh, rebuild cost would be and associated professional fees and demolition. So it's it's that figure that uh, relates to insurance and, and to make sure that you're covered for enough to to rebuild the property. Okay, great. Thanks for that. So Richard, when do I need to get one? The RICS recommend that a BRCA is undertaken every three years or whenever any extension or significant alterations are made to the building to maintain an up-to-date declared value. So in practice, uh, it's recommended that a full valuation involving inspection be carried out every 10 years uh, and that a desktop valuation, uh, assuming there's been no change to the building, is carried out every three years. What happens if I don't get one? So if you don't get one, um, you basically, there's there's a danger that you may be underinsured. So as previously touched on, um, under what's referred to as average, any claim may be reduced if the property is not adequately insured. So for example, if a building's damaged by fire um, and the repairs to put it back in its pre-loss condition come to £100,000 and the building's insured for a sum of £1 million, most building owners would, uh, would assume that they'd have adequate cover. However, it, it doesn't quite work like that. If the insurer can establish that the cost to rebuild the property fully would be £1.2 million, then potentially there's inadequate cover in place and the claim could be reduced via condition of average clause. Uh, so the percentage of the underinsurance in that example, twenty percent, would come off the, uh, the, the basically the, the sum that you're paid to deal with the loss. So conditions of average is that are they taking a median price, or is there someone got a pen in a map and just put a drop on it, and or is it picked out of thin air? How, how's that calculated? They'd be taking into account what your your current sum insured is, your declared value, um, and then it would be. If, if the insurer can prove that um, there's not, it's going to cost more than what you're actually insured for. So it might be that um, they're using uh, some kind of pricing book or pricing mechanism um, or the, the BCIS figures um, to show that in reality, to rebuild the property would cost more than you're actually insured for presently. That's useful. Thank you. If we talk about BRCAs in a bit more detail, and what's involved in undertaking a BRCA? Okay, there's quite a lot um, involved in, in undertaking them and, and not all of it's whilst you're on site. Um, so once you've got an instruction, the first thing to do prior to visiting would be spending some time researching the site. So that can be uh, looking at title deeds, plans, maps, Uh, any of the information that's available. And this is to understand uh, the the layout and the footprint of the building before you actually get to site and to understand what you're going to be looking at. After that, you're onto the inspection. And the the purpose of that is to find important features and information as you you walk around and you look at the property. So you're basically gaining an appreciation of the development. The inspection will consider any restriction on demolition were you to be undertaking rebuild works and also take into account things like party wall considerations or special protections that may be required. So once you're familiar with the property, you're then at the, the measuring stage, which depending on the use of the building will 
will either be based on IPMS or the GIFA of the building. Um, IPMS is the International Property Measurement Standards, uh, GIFA being Gross Internal Floor Area. So you're looking to, to capture that information so you, you're aware of the, the full um, area of the building, including terraces, balconies, and any other features like that. So you're literally just going around with kind of a tape measure or a laser measure and assessing the square footage, that type of thing? Yeah, that's it. But you might be using, uh, so some developments, you might have um, scaled drawings that you'll be using as a basis, but you'll be taking uh, check dimensions. But um, it it really just depends what information is available. But that's it, yeah. If if you've not got that, you'll be going around and, and measuring it up. Um, and then once that's done, um, it's about putting a, a plan, a drawing together to calculate the, the footprint of the development um, and work out the number of floors and stories. And also listing out other features such as walls, fences, gates, garages and roads and plants uh, as, any, as well as any other special features that you need to be taking into account. Uh, and once you've done that, once you've got your area, you've gathered all the information and calculated the building areas. The, what you do is you apply the appropriate rating method uh, with the building area multiplied by a suitable reconstruction rate. So that gives you the, the declared value of the property. Then there'll need to be an addition for demolition costs, which would apply in a, in a total loss situation. Um, and also factors such as proximity to roads or waterways, restricted access, um, and the need for any propping or shoring uh, will need to take in, be taken into account. And also you need to apply professional fees. Is it expensive to get things taken down and taken away? Because I, I'd always kind of fancy with uh, wrecking balls and digging <laughs> things as uh, the inner child. It looks fun, but I'm guessing it's still quite difficult to do. It's still quite a technical expertise and, and therefore has a cost. Exactly. So it, a lot of it depends on the, the nature of the construction of the building and its location. So whilst you might want to sort of let yourself loose with a wrecking ball, you, you can't really do that if you're on a restricted site, if you're close to a river or a canal or, or roadways. Um, there's restrictions on what you can and can't do, noisy works and, and things like that. So it, it's about taking those factors into account so that you're um, using the most suitable uh, demolition options for the building and take into account the, the cost implications of that. Moving on to the next question then, so can I do this myself? Um, I guess there must be tons of online tools, uh, BICS or BCOS you mentioned, and I guess if I Google BRCAs, is there going to be a guide online and why Why would I hire a surveyor to do this if I can do it myself? So I mean, for more straightforward uh, properties, particularly houses, it, it is possible to, um, to do things um, yourself online and to calculate the rebuild cost. So the the primary sort of um, uh, point to, to go to for this is the BCIS website. BCIS basically stands for Building Cost Information Service, and this provides uh, rebuilding cost guidance and a, and a rebuild calculator that can be used to arrive at a rebuild figure. So the, the BCIS is part of the Royal Institution of Chartered Surveyors, and is effect- effectively it's their their construction cost division. But I, I would stress that it's this type of calculator is is generally designed for more basic buildings and construction methods. Um, and unless it's something very straightforward, if you're dealing with a listed building, or there are there are site factors that are going to have an effect on the on the rebuilding of the property, we'd um, definitely recommend that you you seek specialist advice. 
that's useful because I'm guessing do things wrong yourself with this calculator. Repercussions if things go awry. That's it. Yeah, I mean, um, under or over insurance, basically. So that there's implications on 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 a payout that would be made to you to undertake the works if you're if you're not insured for the correct amount. So is a building rear statement cost assessment value the same as market value? We touched on this originally um, earlier in the podcast. Is it the same? It, it's not, no. So they're, they're completely different. Um, so the, the BRCA is purely for insurance purposes. It doesn't relate in any way to a sale price or a market value for what a property is, is worth in its, in its current state. That's great. That's useful info. Thank you. Does the assessment make an allowance for inflation? No, it doesn't. When an insurance valuation is is completed, uh, most policies are on a a day one basis, whereby the insurer's state a percentage uplift to be applied to the declared value to cover inflation during the insurance term. Any subsequent period for the design, planning and tendering and reconstruction works isn't factored in. Another factor is that index linking will apply at each renewal and providing the reinstatement assessment has been undertaken within the last three years. The insurers should reinstate the property fully depending on the conditions of your policy. That's great. What should I do if I need a building reinstatement cost assessment done? What are my first steps and what should I look out for? I'd contact uh, Cardo Martin in the first instance. I think that's good advice there. (laughs) You've been tuned in to Cardo Martin's A to Z of Building Surveying podcast. Thanks for listening. And thank you very much to Richard Pegman for joining us today. Thanks very much. And giving us the lowdown on building reinstatement cost assessments, otherwise known as BRCAs.